The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz, hour number two. Yeah, this is where we needed a recorded interview. Uh, 713-780-ESPN if you want to get in. 713-780-3776. You can also get us uh, on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz. Click like. This is me flipping my card to green. Need more more steak. Ah, the sirloin, the yeah. first one they come. Yeah, with. that was pretty good. I haven't tried the. Uh, what, what is that bacon wrapped? There, there's what, a bacon wrapped chicken and a bacon wrapped fillet. Okay, yeah, I haven't gotten to those yet. I'm not as fast as AJ at this. Uh, missed the first hour. A lot of Jesus Easterby. A lot and, of that talk and uh, great meat. <laughs> so uh, it is excellent, by the way. Yeah, and and so if you get a chance, go check that place out. Gallery area, Casa do Brazil. Brazil. Like earlier, I was telling you guys it was excellent because they're here. But now I'm telling you it's excellent because I've actually tried it and it is good. It's really good. Yeah. 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 No, I, you know, obviously. When they I, bring- was, I was, um, I was making a presumption, an assumption that it would be good. It certainly it looked, good. looked good. And then once I dove into it, it, it's good. I was right. Man, that bacon though, that was with the salad. Candied mm. bacon. Oh, yeah. Yum. It's really good for you too, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. We, you know, it's. Did they get you some food too, Aaron? They're working on it. Okay. Other, okay. other members of the uh, staff are getting theirs. And are there more? What? Are there more drinks? I don't know. I'll ask here in a second when oh. Judy comes back in. Yeah, I need a, another Caprina. Yeah, I, I could use one too. Yeah, same here. So. <laughs> yeah, and you're not going to be here for happy hour, so you might as well get a couple Caprinas in you. That's so, right. Yeah. Oh well. I go with uh, Nick and I when we go to Vegas. Nick, we always we always go on a on a bro date to uh to a brazilian steakhouse and we can put down the caprinhas but this is a damn good caprinha yeah damn good so yeah i'm i'm impressed with this place and i like the fact that it's literally right across the street yeah it's uh there was a uh they've replaced a, a place that we used to go to all the time over there that was was okay this is better, better. yeah it was better much better so uh Oh, no, dessert. dessert. Oh, I'm not oh. ready for dessert. I got to get some more steaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, more meat, girl. Mm. Look at this body. You think it can run on dessert alone? No. Ooh, that looks terrific. All right, the steak. The first thing they cut, the sirloin. That's what I'm about. <laughs> I got some. I got a whole plate yeah. of them, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't worry about me. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I got some. Yeah, more, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. So uh we, uh I wanted to we haven't done this yet. I don't know if we even did the early look at the NFL lines. Uh, we, normally we do it on Tuesday, you know, but I don't and, think we did. And that's part of the problem, is it because we're having Tuesday games and stuff. Yeah. That we're not getting to them early in the week. But I, before we do this, I I'm just kind of curious. Uh the NFL talking about maybe keeping like stuff like Tuesday games in the future. 
I'm all for it. I am too. Like, I want because, football. I want NFL football every single night of the week. I, I mean, I'd be, I don't think they're going to quite do that, but I'd be okay with it because, frankly, you've got enough noon games on Sunday, right? They've played, can, on, they've played on every night this season. They play on Friday? Yeah. Hmm. I don't yep, they did a Friday night. I don't remember that one. But, I mean, I, I, I like it. I, I mean, because a game that might be interesting, like, let's say, let's just throw Bills Raiders out there that would be at Buffalo in the noon slot on Sunday, one of eight games. Well, wouldn't that be more fun to watch on a Tuesday night? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So well, Why not? So I'm all for it. But, yeah, if you want to, we can go through the line. Well, let's start with tonight's game. Oh, you know what? Maybe they haven't played a Friday game, but they're going to. Okay, well, there you go. The schedule includes a uh, a Friday game this uh, this week because uh, week sixteen because there's a a Christmas Day game. All right, so I was right that there had not been a Friday. There had game. not been yet. Yeah, I, right. I would have remembered that. All right, so uh, Patriots getting five at the Rams tonight. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to lean under here, which is forty three and a half. I, I don't the, know that I'm going to play it. Oh, the there. juice has been sucked out of the under. I think uh, it, it was because it was like forty five and a half earlier this week. So I would say, if if you like the under, you might should have got on it a little yeah, earlier. Look at Zerline trying to come in horn in. Oh, on hey this. Lance, what's up? Yeah, you, you could- guys had BBs this morning, right? Yeah, yeah you're good. Yeah, yeah, once a day. You know, you, did you bring me some? Did you bring me some? I don't want your six-hour-old fish. I don't want your six-hour-old fish. Did he save you any of that Kobo's? He did. You save? Yeah. Did you save me some Kobo's? No. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Thank you. Um, you know, you know what I that's might. My, that's my favorite gaucho. Yeah, my man. How about how about a Hoffman uh, two, teaser Patriots and the under? See, I except I don't think I want the Patriots. I, I think that's the sharp side. That's what everybody's kind of uh, kind of looking at right now. But I, I think I'm. I, I like that the, gets me outside of ten with that. Yeah, here's here it does. Here's my problem right now with the Patriots. Go take a look at the Patriots' last couple games. You know how they're scoring? Because you, you might look at it and go, wow, they're, they're putting up some, uh, some points. What's, what's there to worry about? Look at the way they've put up points. Yeah. They've got – they're getting almost nothing out of Cam – I mean, I, I shouldn't say almost nothing. They're getting pretty much nothing out of Cam Newton through the air. This is two straight weeks. Now, mind you, two, two straight wins – which is nice, where they've put up less than 100 yards passing. Yeah. I, uh, they, they at were, some point, that's not sustainable. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. you just can't, you can't, you can't do, do that with, and win. With, with turnovers and special teams and, and running backs. And mind you, like, I know everybody's saying, well, remember when, when Bill Belichick made, uh, he made Sean McVay look stupid in the Super Bowl. He did. And yeah. really... It kind of broke Sean McVay for a little while. Sean McVay's figured out, okay, the league adjusted to Sean McVay because there was a blueprint laid out. And then Sean McVay said, okay, I'll readjust. Now that offense is humming again. I, 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 there's, only so, there's only so many times I'm going to say, like, okay, they're going to win based on special teams alone. And I, they did hold the Chargers to zero points last week, which is embarrassing for the Chargers. Right. But I'm not sold that that's like that the, the, no. I, I, you know, I don't think this defense is great. But I'm not asking them to win. I'm asking them to cover, you know, ten or eleven points basically. And in a teaser, I don't hate it. I, I, just, I 
Uh, and but, I'm not asking him to cover five either. I don't I don't trust that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But I do think there's some real advantages here for the Rams. Um, I, I, I do think it's a lower scoring game. But the, the last couple weeks have just really given me pause. It, Cam Newton, in, in the last two weeks combined, two NFL football weeks, has thrown for a total of 143 yards. Yeah, that's... You cannot win football games like that. Unless you're Ryan Tannehill. And the way that the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl is they found ways to to put pressure on Jared Goff. Much like Baker Mayfield. Right. Jared Goff's old school Baker Mayfield. You put enough pressure on Jared Goff, he's going to fold and do some dumb stuff. The problem is the front seven the Patriots have now versus the front seven they had in the Super Bowl that year... It's night and day. Well, the one thing the secondary is night and day. All these opt outs. It's it's right. just a bad matchup, but, I think, for the Patriots. And the one thing I would counter, though, this Rams offensive line is not what it was in the Super it Bowl. Is not. Either. You're right. But uh, but I, I I agree with almost everything there. That's why I kind of like it. Is it you know just to have some, again? This is like the Ravens the other night. I ain't betting a whole lot. I'll throw fifty bucks on a teaser. Okay. So I, I don't hate that. The, the Patriots I just, and the I want under. Something, I just want something to root for. And I know that, like, someone asked, should I tease the Rams to the to to a uh, to the underdogs? I don't tease through zero. You lose so much value when you do that. Yeah, that's that's why the only way, if you're going to do it, the only way to do it is Patriots. What I can, what I will say, sometimes I don't know. It depends on your book what they'll let you do. If you can buy a few points on the total back to over forty five, which is a key number with NFL totals. Yeah. If you can buy the total back over forty five and parlay it. With Rams money line, you're probably getting some value there. Yeah, I don't mind that bet either. That so. may be the way I look at it, honestly. If if I don't know if this new book that I use allows that. Um, I think they do actually. Okay, but if it's the one I'm thinking of, uh, all right. Well, we're not gonna have time to get through the rest of them, so we just did. Let's just do tonight's game for the for this segment. We'll get into everybody else in the next segment, and I I really cannot sit here and keep staring at this meat without diving into it, Aaron. So yeah, you can. I think it's break. I think it's break time. All right, I got to tell you guys about Pajamagram. That's Pajamagram in English. Uh, and guys, you're looking for a gift for your lady, for your gal, and you might be thinking, I, I don't want to go into the store. There's COVID out there, damn it. And I don't blame you. It's a dangerous world we're living in, folks. But guess what? Pajamagram.com, the great thing about them, they do all their business over the worldwide interweb, and you can do that as well. Go to pajamagram.com. You're going to see all the pajamas that they've got. There's tons of them, by the way. Not just the tempting touch PJs, which I've been talking about a lot. They're just the softest pajamas in the whole wide world. No big deal. Uh, that's made official by pajama scientists. So if, if you don't know, now you know. But they've got something for everybody. If you're looking for pajamas for your mom, for your kids, whoever, they've got something for them. Uh, if you look want pajamas for yourself, you want to wear manjamas, you can do that too. But they've got it all at pajamagram.com. Go to pajamagram.com. You'll get free gift packaging if you go right now and make an order. Uh, guys, tell them AJ Hoffman from ESPN 97.5 sent you. That's pajamagram.com. is the blitz Don't you get it? on ESPN 975 
Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Barely got, almost had a mouthful of meat there. Aaron. That's what she said. Uh, did she? Did she really? No. Never. Not if she knows me. Um, all right, let's get some of the other games. Titans plus seven and a half at Jaguar. Uh, boy, that number's been bet down. It was nine earlier today. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see value in the Jags. I don't like the Jags. I don't want to bet money on the Jags. My initial thought is, is that total around 52? 52 and a half. My, my, half. my, my thought is over that number. Yeah. Um, just because I, I think t- uh, Tennessee's Tennessee's defense is awful. Yeah, and I don't know when Adoree Jackson is going to be back if he's going to be back. And Jacksonville can move the ball like they, they, that's the one thing they haven't really had a problem with is, is moving the ball. They just their defense just sucks. Um, I, I I'd say over is probably my best angle on it. Um, I don't really have an opinion on that one. Cowboys minus three and a half at Bengal. Give me the Bengals. I'm with you. I know. I know. It's like. Andy Dalton revenge spot. Really? Andy Dalton? Like, they let... What's the revenge? They let Andy Dalton hang around being a sad sack quarterback for, like, 20 years. Like, Andy Dalton should be kissing their ass. I don't think Andy Dalton feels, like, betrayed by the Bengals. Like, you never did anything there, bro. I I, I like the Bengals. I, I think that they are a born, uh, they're a better team right now. I not Maybe not a better team. But they're not three and a half points worse at home right. than the Cowboys. The Cowboys are garbage. Their season's over. I'm I'm done pretending like the Cowboys are going to snap out of this. Yeah, it's not happening. No. The Ravens played a bad game and still punished the Cowboys. Viking plus six and a half at Tampa Bay. Give me Tampa Bay. Tom Brady off a loss against the spread is a monster. And here's what Tampa does. Tampa takes away your running game. You can pass on Tampa, but Dalvin Cook, who most of Minnesota's offense goes through, I think he's going to have a real hard day. 
So if you're saying, well, give me, and, and Minnesota defensively has been worse lately. Right. So you're telling me you can have Tom Brady or Kirk Cousins? Give me Tom. Give me Thom. Well, I think they're the same guy these days. But, yeah, I, I, it's seven. I might like the Vikings. Inside of seven, I'd like the Bucks. Uh, good tease piece. You can take the Bucks down to just basically a pick em. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs minus seven and a half at Dolphins. This, I bet you disagree with me on this. I'll take the Chiefs. Uh, actually, I, I don't really. Okay, care. I'm not. I don't have an opinion on this one. I, I'd probably lean Chiefs. I wish it was seven. Let's do. Let's do a little exercise here, and talk about who there's. And there's another game we'll get to with that's very similar. Who? What quarterbacks have the Miami Dolphins faced this year? Yeah, I know they've had a. Their schedule's been pretty easy. It's been very, very, very quarterback friendly. They like yeah. they've run into some backups, right? Uh, la- I mean, last week is a good example. They played. Uh, they played. Who's I can't even remember the second guy on the freaking Bengals. They played Allen and uh, it was Brandon Allen and Ryan Finley. Yeah, at quarterback last week for the Bengals. The week before that, they played. Um, uh, I had this whole rant figured out, and now I, I can't remember. Who no, I, I, but I mean, it's, it's oh, they played the Jets. They, yeah, they played yeah. Sam Darnold. Uh, the week before that was the the Broncos game. It was it was Drew Locke. Right. No, that the, wasn't that wasn't it was, even, it was Drew Locke. Okay, okay. The the best quarterbacks that they've played, and this is an eight and four Miami team. The best quarterbacks they've played, and they lost to Drew Locke, by the way. The best quarterbacks they've played, and really the only two. I would, I would like Jared Goff might be the third best quarterback they've played, but Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, yeah. lost to both of them. What are you going to do against Patrick Mahomes? Um, I, I I agree. I just don't know. I don't know how cranked up the Chiefs are right now. I think now they've got new life. Maybe Pittsburgh lost a game, uh, and Pittsburgh is favored to lose a second game. I think I think the and ev- I think everybody realizes how important being the one seat is in either conference. It's a big deal, and Pittsburgh right now in the driver's seat because they lost an NFC game and not an AFC game. I think Kansas City realizes they've got to win every game. I I, I think there's some renewed energy there. Like uh, somebody was like, "Well, they're looking ahead to the Saints." No, honestly, this game's more important than the Saints game because it's an AFC game. Yeah, I don't think they're getting as jazz for the Dolphins as they no. were the Saints. So well. But again, I, I'm not. I'm not playing it. I just uh, that would that would be my only pause, especially with that half point there. But I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs on an average day are ten points better than the Dolphins. And I'll say this again, and I lean to the under on this game. I, I'm still, I'm still very hesitant. Like when I'm seeing Tua play, he doesn't look ready. Right. Like I, I think it was a. I, I get it. I get wanting to look to the future, but now that you're playing, I mean, I mean meaningful what, games they, right yeah. now. They've the Dolphin, the Miami Dolphins have won seven of their last eight games. Like you're gonna, you're, you've got a good shot at being a playoff team. It you may want to play your best quarterback, and the best quarterback on their roster right now is Ryan Fitzpatrick. It, it's a, it's a it's a pretty big drop off to me. I think Tua's better long term. You got you know I'm a Tua guy. Yeah, but right now he's not there. Stop trying to force him into this. Especially you've got you've got these games coming up: Chiefs, Pats, Bills down the stretch. These are important games if you're going to make the playoffs. Raiders, who you're probably fighting for a last spot with. Speaking of which, Colts minus three at Raider. I, I think I like the Raiders. Um, I, I think they they I think they get some running game back this week. 
I think Philip Rivers is is probably due for a little bit of regression off what we saw last week. If his injury is as serious as they tell me it is, uh, I, I think I like the Raiders here catching points at home. Yeah, uh, Jets plus thirteen and a half at Seahawks. I love the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm with you on this. I think the Seahawks bounce back and bounce back hard. I am not in the habit of giving them 13 and a half points in the I'm NFL. I'm not either, but this is a situation I'm willing to. The Seahawks got embarrassed last week by a really good Giants defense, mind you. Yeah. Uh, guess what the Jets did this weekend? They fired their defensive coordinator. So now they've got a brand new defense coming in, or, or presumably an assistant who's never run a defense calling the defense. I want no part of the Jets. I don't know if the Jets will score points at all this week. I think the Seahawks go out there. They take out. They take out some. Uh, and and their division has tightened up. Yeah, they, they, they every need, win is big for them. They, right now. they need to. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that one. I I, I like I, that's actually probably going to be an actual play for me. Is Seattle? Yeah, I'm 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 with you. Packers minus eight against the Lions. What's the total? Uh, fifty five. I think. Man, I I don't know. I I kind of lean to the under if if these guys still aren't coming back for Detroit. I don't see a way that Detroit's defense slows down Aaron Rodgers. No, the way he's playing right now, I'm I'm okay giving up the eight points. I, uh, yeah, I don't love it, but that's if I, I there's no way I'm betting the Lions against Aaron Rodgers right now. Here's two teams that I swore I'd never bet again: Falcons minus two and a half at Chargers. I love the Falcons here. I, I'll never say that again. I, I hate that so, I'm saying it, but uh, yeah, the Chargers are so dead. That performance last week, you were a favor, a home favorite. And lost forty five to zero. Was it wasn't it like two weeks ago where the Falcons did almost the exact same thing? They didn't lose forty five to zero. Forty five, but they, they got blown out by, by the Raiders. Yeah, but that was on the road. At no, least. that was at home. Was that was it? in Atlanta. Yeah, oh, maybe so. so. They did the exact same thing. So, yeah, yeah. You, you can. You know what? These are two turds. I'm gonna flush. You, you know can, what? You can eat them if you want. I'll eat one. I, I still think the Falcons are a better team. I I can't think that about them anymore. So, uh. Uh, let's see. Did they look bad last week against the Saints? No, but you know, it's still uh, that's a division game against their big rival. They got up for it. I thought they played pretty well for they weren't in the same ballpark. But now you're going to get up for a Chargers team. Yeah, eh, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I ain't betting it. Fair uh, enough. Uh, Saints minus six and a half against the Eagles. Give me the Saints, even with Taysom Hill. Inside a touchdown. I like that number. Uh, is under 44, 43? Yeah. I'll take the under. Um, I, I just think that with with Philly, at best, starting a new quarterback. At worst, rotating quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't expect them to score much. You cannot run on the Saints. So you're putting all of this on Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz. That can't go well. No, the Saints still aren't a big play offense because, and, and the Eagles can the Eagles can stop the run. We talked about that. The, the Eagles are all right. They're they're good at getting pressure on the quarterback. They're okay up front. The problem with the Eagles is they they they're not going to be able to score. I don't trust the Saints to throw the ball down the field. Uh, so I, I like the under better than either See, side. I, and I, I think the Saints will be able to run the ball against them because Taysom Hill adds a dimension. As opposed to just handing off to Alvin Kamara, which the Eagles, I think, could do a good job with, but that yeah, that that Taysom Hill, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think he's great, but the fact that he can run the ball, I think they'll be able to run the ball against the Eagles. That'll open things up for Kamara. I think they win this one by fourteen or so. Uh, Washington football team plus three at the Niners. Give me, give me football team. Yeah, I, I think they're starting to build some confidence, and I, I, 
I, I agree with that, and I think the 49ers are, are tailing off pretty badly here. Steelers plus two oh, at Is Bills. Antonio Gibson, have they said what's going to happen to him? Is he? I don't think he's playing. I, I don't know for sure. Last I saw, I don't think he's, he's playing. He didn't practice again today. My yeah. guess is he doesn't play. That makes me – uh, I'll, I'll lean football team. I, yeah. I, I don't like him. Uh, Bills minus two at home against the Steelers. Here's my problem. Everything about this screams take Buffalo. Buffalo, or here's what you know what Pittsburgh does. It's awful. Pittsburgh puts linebackers on slot receivers all the time. Cole Beasley will eat your head if you do that. If you put a linebacker on Cole Beasley, he's going to destroy you. That's what I mean. The, the San Francisco's slot corner couldn't hold their their, their nickel corner couldn't hold him. I, my big concern is the market is so low on Pittsburgh because they lost to the football team on national TV, and so high on Buffalo because they beheaded the 49ers on national TV, I think this would have been Pittsburgh probably, like, it might have been Buffalo plus three had, had San Francisco or had uh, San Francisco beat Buffalo and the football team lost to the Steelers. Like, had the Steelers done what they were supposed to, they'd probably be a three-point favorite here, or a three-point do- uh, favorite. I don't like giving them a point and a half when they probably should have been a three-point favorite. I'd be curious what the look-ahead line was, but Vegas has underrated the Bills all year. They have. The, the Bills have... The Bills are getting better on defense. Here's another thing. Another concern. I, what I saw today, I don't know if it's a lock. I mean, it's weather changes. But I saw 22-mile-an-hour gusts of wind for this game. Guess what? So here's Buffalo's weakness on defense. They can't stop the run. Guess what the Steelers cannot do this season? Run the freaking football. So if you say it's the Bills run versus the Steelers run, I'm fine taking the Bills run. And if you tell me it's Josh Allen's arm versus Ben Roethlisberger's arm in 22-mile-an-hour wins, I'll, I'm fine taking Buffalo. My only concern is I, I think this line would have gone the other way had we had they played this game a week ago. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to find the look ahead line and see what it was. But I, I like the Bills here. And, you know, inside a field goal, I'm fine with that because every Bills game seems to be a field goal one way or the other, except for last week. Uh, and then Ravens minus two and a half at Browns, the Monday night game. As of now, I like the Ravens inside of three. As of now, I do too. I, I've got to figure out what they've got coming back. I, right. I, it, that's a tough one for me. And I think on the, the Steelers, I think it, for their running game, I mean, it's been invisible since Connor got the Rona. So I, I think it I'll, was really, it wasn't great. No, but I mean, they, they were at least getting, he was at least getting them 70, 80 yards a game. I think they're having a hard time getting a push on the offensive line. Yeah, which is kind of surprising because they've got a pretty good offensive yeah. line. All right, quick break to Blitz on ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Probably dead from eating all this meat, but hey, perks of the job. Joining us now, as he does every week, one of the uh, greatest college football handicappers in the history of the known universe. 
our good friend Brad Powers. You can follow him on Twitter at Brad Powers Seven. You can go to BradPowersSports.com. Brad, how you doing, man? Doing all right. How you doing on this fine Thursday? Oh, we're doing great. They uh, brought us Brazilian steakhouse food, so everything's beautiful. Oh wow! Carved it up here in the studio. It's a really awful, awful day. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, Brett, we were talking about this earlier in the show, and normally my go-to move is just you know play the uh, play the under in the Army Navy game, and I get I, I didn't get the early number because I I forgot that it was Army Navy week because it's played with a bunch of other games. So with the Army Navy game this week, and that being the historic play, uh, is there any value in your mind at this point in the week on Army Navy at thirty-seven and a half, the lowest total? <laughs> In college football this season, you're gonna go with no. Uh, no, uh, I mean it's the lowest total. I know 14 straight unders uh, by an average of basically two touchdowns per game uh, as far as the series, but this is by far the lowest total in that stretch. So I think it's more than priced into this number. I did bet under 43, uh, but uh, now at 37, I, I guess maybe a pizza bet. But if it goes to 37, I, I think you, you can't bet under 37 in college football anymore. I'll have a pizza bet on Army anyway, just because that's where that's where my loyalty lies. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, 37 and a half is just such a crazy number. But I, I wish I, the early bird gets the worm, and I guess you were standing in line at Circa to get that worm, huh? You know what's crazy? Circa opened like 41. People actually bet the over to start. I think they were just playing numbers because they were seeing full-season averages, and they saw 41. They probably like looked at Navy and Army full-season averages and said, oh, that's short. goes up 43. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that they bet the over on this. So I, you, you know, took it. You just, jumped it's, on them. It's a, it's, sometimes it's more art than science. Jumped on their weakness. That's what I like to see with you, Brad. Uh, Brad, Powers, <laughs> Brad Powers, our guest. Uh, I wonder, in, in a week where Northwestern, Northwestern knows that they are locked into a Big Ten championship game slot. We were talking about this earlier. I, I don't know if, if Northwestern were to beat Ohio State, would they be considered for the college football playoff? I don't know that. But I feel like I they probably shouldn't take their foot off the gas just in case that becomes a possibility here against Illinois. Uh, two touchdown favorites against the Illini. What do you see in that one? I can't lay 14 with a total of 40 and a half, and it's going to be bad weather. That's why the total is down to where it is. I mean, they should be motivated, even though they got the Big Ten championship game on deck. They'll want to atone for their only loss of the season against Michigan State a couple weeks ago. It is a rivalry game. Northwestern's kind of owned it here as of late. But uh, I'm just not in the business of laying this kind of point spread with Northwestern. And I looked it up because it doesn't happen very often, even though – they have been Northwestern pretty solid as a program in the last 20, 25 years. They are only, this is the last 40 years. Northwestern's 8 and 16 against the spread as a double digit Big Ten favorite. Oof. Can't play it. Can't lay it. Uh, last week, I texted you before I threw this bet in. I, I, I don't know that you would have been able to talk me off of it anyway, but I made my biggest college football bet of the season last week on the LSU team total under. I think I got really lucky to get that home, and I don't care one single bit. Uh, Alabama was clearly motivated to, especially in the second half, you saw they gave up a couple junky touchdowns in the first half. They said, nope, no more. Now Alabama's got Florida on deck. Does Alabama show up with the same motivation this week against Arkansas, enough motivation that they can they can outpoint them by 32? 
I don't think so. I, I would lean Arkansas, but I, I just you're not going to be making a lot of money fading this Alabama team. I mean, they have covered six straight, and they've been doing so by margin. Twelve points per game is their average cover the last six games, and again, that's against all SEC teams. Uh, lean Arkansas because of the spot for Alabama. I just don't. I don't anticipate Mac Jones and Najee Harris and Devontae Smith to be in there in the fourth quarter uh, with Florida on deck. So because of that. If you want to bet Alabama, just lay it in the first half. Lay the 18, 18 and a half in the first half and be done with it there. And then, uh, you know, maybe the ham sandwich on Arkansas full game. Uh, Wisconsin, this number has almost flipped all the way. Wisconsin opened up plus three. I'm sure you got it at plus six or something somehow. It's circa. <laughs> uh, but us, us plebes, uh, it opened at plus three. I ended up taking it at a pick. And now it's down to Wisconsin minus two, two and a half in a lot of spots. It feels like this is a spot where Wisconsin, a lot, the market seems down on Wisconsin coming into this week. And it, Wisconsin feels like now they're, they get a matchup again against a team in their, I don't know how to say, in, like in their class, in their division, their weight class, so to speak. Like a team that they can go, that they should be able to go out there and, and put hat on hat with for the first time in a while. What do you think? Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're down on Wisconsin. They're favored at uh, Red Hot Iowa team. Uh, I, I meant they I opened up. They, yeah, they opened I, up. Go ahead. They opened up as down on Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with that. I agree with the move, but I'm not going to re- recommend it now. I mean, they've been in their weight class the last two weeks against Northwestern and Indiana, very similar teams. Uh, to, you know, comparatively speaking to Iowa, and obviously Wisconsin couldn't get it done in those uh, two games. So uh, I just I don't know if I trust this Wisconsin team. They're not as dominant at the line of scrimmage on the offensive side of the ball. And Graham Mertz, the quarterback, after a sensational opening game against Illinois, has just left a lot to be desired the last three games. So uh, I agree with the move. I think Wisconsin should be favored, but it's starting to get to that point now where I'm just not going to steam chase on them. Brad, what do we make of Rice? I mean, that that kind of came out of nowhere last week, and, uh, and not only did they they cover, they shut out Marshall and and uh, it, it beat the crap out of them. But uh, seven point dogs at home to UAB this week. Yeah, and on top of it, I mean, they were playing without their starting quarterback and their top wide receiver in that game. So uh, a stunning turn of events as far as Rice uh, winning that one. I, I, it's tough because this is your classic 2020 handicap, and there's just, for me to get involved, there's too many question marks because, I mean, what do we know of UAB? They haven't played since Halloween. I mean, I wasn't that overly impressed with what I saw UAB prior, and, you know, I would like to take Rice here, but, uh, I just I don't want to take teams off forty point covers. With that being said, I I you know Googled it up and, and looked at the trends, and this really surprised me because I would think teams after they cover a point spread by forty plus points, I would think that they're not a good uh, you know team to cover the spread the next week. They'd get overvalued in the market, or they'd be you know typically a big outright upset win. How do they do the next week? It, this is remarkable to me. One hundred and fifty six. And 156 since 1980. <laughs> exactly 50%. Uh, I'm just passing on this one. I guess that was a long talk to get around to me passing on the game. Uh, the other team in town, uh, Houston and Memphis, finally getting together in Memphis. But uh, uh, one of those games that just got rescheduled and then finally placed here. Memphis, five-point dogs at home. And I, I really want to bet them, but this just hasn't been the same Memphis team this year. It hasn't, but with that being said, for me, I did bet them. I took a bad – I'm always talking about betting good numbers, 
you know, I just uh, say it like it is. I took a bad number. I bet Memphis plus three early in the week. Uh, it really concerns me anytime a line moves against me. Uh, you're right, Memphis is just two and seven against the spread this year. But I mean, I, I I'm not going to play on Houston. Uh, obviously, it's been I know a topsy turvy season for, for the Cougars. I mean, they've beaten the teams they should. They've lost the teams that have been better than them. And I think they're these two teams are relatively comparatively speaking. And Memphis is at home. I actually think Memphis should be favored. So it's one of my biggest overlays of the week. The only concern in 2020 is when I got a significant power ratings difference and the market's moving against me. I, does somebody know something I don't as far as the COVID situation? So that's my only hang up on Memphis. Uh, I think we're we're seeing some value this week in North Carolina, and it's it's easy to say, oh well, Miami's eight and one; they're a top ten team now. And I, this Miami team, while I mean, besides the Clemson game where they just got housed, they've had some luck go their way, and it, it feels like like with Duke, they ran into a backup quarterback. With uh, Pitt, who Kenny Pickett, maybe the you know one of the three or four best quarterbacks in in the ACC. They didn't have Kenny Pickett that day. North Carolina's offense is legit. I don't know if Miami's prepared for what they're about to see. They've been they've had a they've been kind of spoon fed some really bad offenses lately. I, I think this could get ugly for Miami. Am I, do you think I'm wrong on this one? Really, you know, I don't have a pre flop side bet. I. Now, this is square as could be, but I'll take the over. I mean, I think that's uh, the way too. you're talking, North Carolina's going to have uh, you know success on Miami's defense. I agree with that, but I also think you know Miami is going to have success uh, on North Carolina's defense. So I square it's what they're 67. So I mean, the points are expected, but I could see, easily see this game getting into the 70s. I'll also say the one thing about this North Carolina team defensively, they've got some problems. You can't run the ball against them. Miami's not running the ball real well, and North Carolina's secondary is solid. They, they've got some good guys out there. They do, uh, especially that they got some guys back. Uh, they got a true freshman out there that's starting to get some experience. So, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I, I, I think you're on the sharp side, certainly. I uh, think North Carolina can get after Miami here. I just, yeah, I, I go to my power ratings, and it's right on the money here. I, I think it's a fair spread. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Tom Herman was basically fired. He was done for, dead in the water. I hate betting Tom Herman as a favorite, but here we are. He came out last week and looked like he was looking to embarrass somebody. He's going to have that opportunity again this week. Do you think that Texas goes out and embarrasses Kansas? Or did it's it get canceled? Enough. Yeah, that got canceled, yeah, I, I think, yeah. this afternoon. Yeah, right it just now. got canceled. Yeah, so I'll give you an answer there. I don't have to worry about it. They won't embarrass him. The 100% yep. will you not can't be lose money, AJ. Well, you're right. What did you, What was your take on that side? Uh, I was going to lean with Texas. Uh, Kansas obviously only got one cover on the season. It was last week, but it was a misleading performance. Texas Tech was just you know, overly pathetic. Yeah, I would I would lean with the Longhorns. One last question before we let you go. One of our, our listeners asked, uh, he's curious to know who you have power rated higher between A&M and Florida. Uh, I have Florida higher. I know A&M beat Florida, but obviously that was at A&M. That's not fair! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would have Florida in the two-and-a-half to three-point range on a neutral favorite. Keep in mind, they're favorite at A&M, and that was basically a coin flip game. Did uh did Bowling Green cancel their game this weekend because of what happened last weekend? 
I don't blame them uh, if they might did. Might have been something to do with it. I mean, this is the first time in two years I got somebody other than UMass. Powerade is my worst team in the country. That was, it is my alma mater, Bowling Green, worst team in the country. Boy, Can't believe I'm saying that. They were so horrible against Akron. I, I, I bet Akron, and I was super nervous. And after about ten minutes, I was like, "Okay, I'm good. I'm I'm good with this thing." Yeah. Well, uh, unbelievable. Brad Powers has been our guest. Appreciate the time, Brad. Uh, I guess we got just we, we're running out of time with you, my man. But it's always good to have you on. Maybe we'll have you on for some hoop stuff if you uh, once you get into that mode. But always appreciate hearing from you. BradPowerSports.com. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, bud. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Take All right. care. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Let's do a little Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. Jeweler Gem of the Day. We go to South Carolina. Where they say pecan pie. Yeah. Yeah, this is okay, this is Jason Braddock's people. Let me just point that out. Uh where a man from Merle's Inlet okay. was arrested and charged in connection to a theft at a hospital. Twenty seven year old Matthew Brandt was visiting the hospital on Monday. Before the death of a family member, when he stole hospital property and controlled substances, including a partially used fentanyl drip bag. Oh. Uh, how, how does fentanyl exist? Yeah, I know. What is what is the point of that? I mean, that everybody's like, oh, if you take put put enough fentanyl on that, I'll put all the fentanyl you can fit on the tip of a needle, and it can kill you. I'm like, no, well, I'm not interested. Yeah, what's the point? You know what? I'll just stick with how heroin. much can I use to like just get high and feel good, but not die. Uh, sounds I, like there's not a number. It's yeah, like, I, I, I think a droplet would kill you. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't understand that. I mean, I, I'm not really into things that might kill me. But uh, how low do you have to be to go visit a dying relative and then basically steal stuff from the hospital room? You've got to be a junkie. Uh, probably so. And that's what 27-year-old Matthew Brandt was. Shame. He was arrested and charged with two counts of theft of a controlled substance. Possession of prescription drugs without a prescription. Possession with intent to distribute fentanyl. Possession with intent to distribute a Schedule IV drug. And grand larceny enhancement over $5,000. I believe it's Schedule 4. Schedule 4, excuse me. Yeah. I don't know why they have that in, in Roman numerals. What's the point of that? Because <laughs> the government wanted it to make it sound all oh, that official and everything. They have Schedule 1, 2, 3, right, 4, just put whatever. A number four there. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's a real quality guy there. That's one of Braddock's people. And that is your uh, Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right. 
squeeze in a call real quick. Chuck, you're on the blitz. Go, sir. What's up, guys? Sports, Chuck. Hey, man. Hey, I just want to ask y'all a quick question. Since the Big Ten, when they allowed Ohio State to do what they're going to do, it's obviously a money grab. Let me ask you, what if – why would Notre Dame and Clemson want to even play in a championship game because one of them is liable to get get knocked out of the tournament? And why would Alabama want to play Florida? This is the first time the ACC's got a chance to double down in the championship series. And also, you'd put the committee on the spot to pick Florida A&M with both would have 11 wins. Hey, uh, Ohio State's only going to have six. I just want to see what y'all say. Yeah. It's all about the money. <laughs> if I... we, we, we actually talked about both those things yesterday. Um because it doesn't make sense for for the ACC to let Notre Dame and Clemson play. It doesn't make sense for Alabama and Florida to play. I mean, I, mean, I guess with that with Florida, it does. It, 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 it does if Florida, if Florida beats Alabama, then every like then both teams get in. But I, if I'm Alabama, I've got nothing to gain from playing that game. So I I don't I don't see why they'd want to. Uh, well, I think the the SEC probably wants them to play that because that's probably in the TV contract and it's probably a lot of money, but. Uh, but if you're the ACC, I'm sure you could get. I mean, that wouldn't be easier for me to see them getting out of it because it's a rematch. Just come up with some COVID cases, man. Yeah, it, it, that would be the smart thing to do if you want. If you want to worry about the playoffs, um, and then earlier, socially distant Joey. So one piece of this college football conversation I've disagreed with is A and M being number five, and that being a necessity with Florida being six. The game was a toss up, and the coin came up Aggie. But Florida has been more impressive otherwise. I agree with that, but it, yeah. it won't matter. But it's also, again, at some point, head-to-head has to matter. And for, you know, and A.J. was trying to make the case for Indiana yesterday, head-to-head they lost to Ohio State. I mean, it, how the coin came up does matter. I mean, whether you win or lose does matter, and it should. Uh, do I think if they played again, Florida would probably beat them? I kind of do, but they don't play again. So... That's the point you have to go by, and, and you know, I, I, I mean, sucks for Florida fan, but I think you're going to get whacked by Alabama anyway. So, 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. Somebody says that's one of Jack Easterby's people, too. Could South be. Carolina guy. Yep. So, yeah. I, uh, in the end... I think it's all going to play out the way it's supposed to because it usually does. It, it, it's pretty rare that we get down to a uh, a disagreement over who should be in in that fourth spot, but I, I, I would almost be willing to bet money that I, I still think the four that's there now is probably what it's going to be. The only question will be, do they want to punish Ohio State for six games? Yeah. And I wouldn't have a problem if they did. I don't know if they have the balls to do that, AJ. <clears throat> And if they do, they need to start bumping them down and put their asses at seven and go A&M Florida Cincinnati. All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. ESPN. 97.5.